0: Hello there, Dr. Alan Hedberg here with you and the Psychology Report. Uh, today I'd like to address a uh, medical problem that uh, has enormous implications for how one lives and um, how one should live and uh, how one should take care of themselves. You know, I've uh, been a psychologist for over 45 years. In about 25 of those years to 30 years, I have worked in various medical settings with people who have experienced and undergone a variety of major medical problems. Today I'd like to address one of those, that is the issue of a uh, stroke. That is um, a major problem that uh, so many people face and have to live with, and the effects of that especially now during the winter season. This is an important issue because in many places of the country, winter is a very stressful time. And under higher levels of stress, we're prone to having breakdown in our body, especially if it's been under a high level of stress for a period of time. We call that chronic stress. Heart attacks are not uncommon at this time of the year. Strokes are not uncommon at this time of the year. And the increase, if you will. So let me discuss that a little bit here with you. But before so, I want to tell you this: at the end of the program, I'm going to introduce you again to a uh, friendly organization with whom I've had associations and uh, highly respect and regard, and uh, recommend to you. It's called Sat Seven, S A T Seven, Sat Seven, a television programming into the Middle East and the in North Africa area of the world and bringing uh, television programming uh, to families and to children, and especially children who are not in school because of the disruption going on in that part of the world now and are living in refugee camps. So um, stay tuned and we'll uh, pick that up at the end of the program. Now in regards to a stroke, um, you know, usually that is related to what we call a Uh, stoppage or an abrupt uh, stop of the blood flow in the brain. It's interrupted, often for seconds or often for minutes. And uh, the longer that interruption has uh, occurred, the more the stroke is serious and impacts the individual in a profound way. If it's just a very momentary disruption, we call it a TIA, transitory ischemic attack. In other words, a mild mini-stroke, sometimes that's referred to. The effects of the individual in that kind of situation is minimal and temporary and, and often improves within a matter of days or weeks and often returns to normalcy. On the other hand, a major stroke is often a permanent effect on the individual Now, there may be some recovery, but there will be some loss. There will be some way in which that individual will not be able to function as they have in the past. So that kind of brain damage from the disruption and the interruption of blood flow in the brain is is the basis for a stroke, but a major uh, cause for one's lifestyle to be greatly changed and altered. Now... Women are somewhat much more prone to a stroke than men, so women have to be a little bit more careful. They often will uh, take hormone therapy, uh, progesterone and estrogen, and uh, that's related to the, the menopause, and that in- raises, it increases the risk of a stroke. Often women have migraine headaches, and that will increase the chances of a stroke. Otherwise, it's pretty much related to the high blood pressure, a chronic high blood pressure, chronic high cholesterol levels, obesity, smoking, alcohol consumption. But one of the big things is chronic stress and anger, unresolved anger. And women often live with a lot of anger because in our culture, women have not been encouraged to be as expressive regarding their anger, and maybe other cultures, and um, they often do live with a level of chronic stress at a very high level. So women are a little bit more prone than men, but anybody is prone if you have those particular symptom patterns, and if you don't exercise, you know, are not involved in a regular exercise, you know, program. So, those are some of the factors that one has to look at. Those are lifestyle factors. In other words, to prevent a stroke, get your blood pressure down. If you want to get your uh, cholesterol down as well, that would be the right thing to do because that will help prevent the stroke. Stop your smoking. Reduce your weight. Get into an exercise program. You know, get treated. Take whatever that chronic stress in your life Get into a therapy program, talk to a psychologist, get into therapy, so that issue can be resolved and taken care of. If you have a lot of anger that's been over the years and has been harboring a lot of anger, get into a therapy, get a hold of a psychologist and get into therapy and deal with that anger, figure out what it is and how to resolve it and come to terms with it and come to a a, a place where you and the person with whom you have anger can have a, a future life. So, it's a psychological issue as well as a medical issue. It's a lifestyle issue as well as just a personal preference factor. So, those are the factors that seem to be critical uh, for the onset of a stroke. So, if any of those are part of your pattern, uh, it's time to do something. It's probably over time to do something about it. Whether you consult your physician or... You have always been consulting your physician, but now maybe you need to have a little bit more in-depth discussion with him or her on these particular issues. And if you're not in a therapy program with some psychologist, better start. Maybe this is a good time to say, you know, for my health and for my lifestyle and for my relationships, I need to do something and uh, get on with the task, you know, of doing that. Now, When we talk about uh, some of the symptoms of a stroke, how do you know if a stroke has actually uh, occurred or is is occurring at the moment? Well, stroke is always associated with confusion, confusion of thought, confusion of speech, confusion of expression. It's always associated with a state of numbness, usually on the left side of the body, usually the upper body, but certainly it can be the lower as well, the upper arm and the, and the leg on the left side. Usually that's the area of numbness. And um, there's trouble. There's often a blurred vision or a confused vision because there's trouble seeing in one or both eyes. So all of a sudden there's a visual distortion and then that takes place. And maybe a state of lightheadedness or a state of dizziness would occur. It's like you're feeling like you're going to fall. You would have, and because of the weakness and because of the uh, numbness on one side of the body, of course, walking would be difficult. Uh, being able to drive a car would be difficult. Reaching and picking up things would be difficult, and so on. And then, lastly, what about a severe headache? That's often associated with the onset of a stroke as well. Often uh, taking place days before, and then as the stroke actually takes place. So. Because that's the pressure that's being built up within the brain by that blood stoppage. And uh, it's, a big on, it's a big onset sign, symbol, symptom. So get, make sure that you address these kind of issues early in your life when you see these kind of patterns starting uh, to develop. But more importantly, at the moment a stroke is taking place, a person has difficulty smiling. You can't get a smile on both sides of the face because usually one side of the body is affected. Now, remember how the brain operates. The right side of the brain affects the left side of the body. And the left side of the brain affects the right side of the body. So if a person is having weakness or trouble on the right side of the body, you pretty much know that the stroke is taking place in the left hemisphere of the brain and so on. So you want to look for this unevenness in the face, in the facial expressions, such as a smile. You also want to look at the weakness or the imbalance in, in of both arms or both legs. Is one stronger than the other one? Is one having a weakness? And if that's the case, then you can pretty much know where the stroke is you know, taking place at the time. What about speech and language? Can a person repeat a sentence? Can a person say a sentence and get it out and, and say it? coherently and uh, clearly and fluently. And um, what about what about that whole issue of just the timing, just the idea of uh, reacting so that help can be obtained as quickly as possible? Time is important. When a stroke starts to take place, it's important to do two things, get an aspirin in you, and number two, Get to a medical facility, a walk-in clinic, an emergency room, a doctor's office. Even if it's not your own doctor, you see a doctor's office, you might want to just drive right up in there and walk right in and tell them what's happening. Uh, your life's at stake. Don't worry about protocol. And uh, But get yourself in a place where somebody can address your issue and prevent the onset. Because the longer it goes without treatment, the more the damage and the more that damage takes hold and the more it's going to spread and be profound and remain as a problem. So uh, the word is get to the place where you can get some care and get somebody to take a look at it and help you take care of it within the matter of minutes if possible. But certainly you have an hour, but that's not much beyond that but get it taken care of. Now, what about this issue of um, recovery? You know, that's um, it's a long process. When you've had a TIA or you've had a stroke, it's a hard thing to live with it. So what you're actually finding is that you're going to be uh, involved in a physical therapy and a rehabilitation program for a long time. And whatever the uh, mechanisms are that need to be uh, utilized to help you recover are probably going to be exercises that you 're going to have to do for the rest of your life. so commit yourself once you have a stroke, you commit yourself to a long term rehabilitation program which involves you know building your uh, coordination that you 've lost, rebuilding it, rebuilding the memory that 's been impaired, you know rebuild the ability to swallow uh, and eat properly. That, perhaps, has been impaired. Rebuild the speech and language issues of your life where you can't express certain words or you can't say them clearly or you can't get the flow of words to take place. So speech language, speech therapy is going to be very, very important. And then, of course, you have to cope emotionally with the changes that have taken place. Um, these are upsetting. These are depressing. These, these are embarrassing. And uh, so it's a matter of getting the help that you need, whatever that is. So a person with a stroke usually has a psychologist involved, a speech therapist involved, a physical therapist, an occupational therapist, physicians, um, various, uh, of course, druggists, of course, <laughs> the various medications you're going to take. So this is a complex problem and it has to be dealt with in a complex manner. Using a variety of professionals, all geared to help recover the losses that have occurred due to the stroke. Now, what about the time factor? Well, stroke is usually something that will improve if we get the right treatment and you get it soon enough and you get it right away. But the improvement will take place for about a year and up to two years. After that, there's not much improvement. People level off in their recovery at about two years. Now, there may be a little bit more recovery after that if there really is some concerted therapy programs introduced. But uh, generally speaking, that first year post-stroke is the critical year for therapy. The second year is also critical because there's more gain, there's more improvement that that can take place. But it's going to require concerted therapy And a therapy program designed by a professional and managed by a professional. And physical therapy plays a big role in stroke recovery. And a psychologist plays a great role in stroke recovery because his lifestyle has been affected. Social relationships have been impaired and changed and altered. And the ability to interact and the ability to be a social person again is uh, is certainly changed has changed and uh, needs to be addressed so there's a variety of professionals that will help but commit yourself to a year to two years of change and improvement through therapy and uh, make sure that whatever side is the side of that is weak is a side that you force yourself to use you must use the left or the, the the weak side of the body if it's the left side of the body that's weak use it If it's the right side of the body that's weak, use it. You want to force yourself to use the weak side of the body. Even if you have to tie the strong side of the body down for a moment or for a couple hours a day or whatever. But uh, make sure that that weak body doesn't get favored and you just let it be. You have to force yourself to use it. Force yourself to use it. Because that's where the recovery is going to come. Well, the best to you and to anybody in your family that's had a stroke or will be having one this year. I hope that you're a little bit better prepared. This has been the Psychology Report. And before I hang up today with you, uh, what I'd like to do is just again bring to your attention SAT-7, a television, satellite television programming to uh, Arabic-speaking individuals in the the Middle East and the Northeast, and and North Africa. Africa. And... um, it's a Christian radio, uh, Christian uh, television programming. Uh, Sat7 Kids is the one that's uh, designed especially for children in that part of the world and children who are in these refugee camps, beaming into those camps, schooling every day so that they learn uh, their reading and their writing and their spelling and their math and so on. And uh, provides them all kinds of programming, but particularly Lifestyle, life change programming of a Christian nature. So, I commend you to take a look at uh, SAT 7, and you can do that by going to the website www.sat7usa.kids or .org .org www.sat7usa.org/kids, and it will get you to kids programming through SAT-7. So I commend it to you. Take a look at it. You may want to even send them a few bucks to help them in this process of reaching this part of the world. So uh, thanks for joining me today, and this has been the Psychology Report. Bye for now.